so I really debated if I should go live and talk about this today. Um, I've had some ups and downs and like one day I'm like, yes, I should, you know, share, share these lessons learned. And then the next day I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Like too personal. That's not what you want to do. And even up until this morning, I was like, should I, should I not? Yes, no. And then I went on a walk and felt like, okay, yes, I definitely should share my experience from hosting a challenge. And even in the last like five minutes right before I'm going live, I'm debating whether or not I should share because it is personal, because it is not like this shining example of, oh, here's all the ways that your launch can go perfectly and you can do all the right things. But I, I guess I imagine like it's just you and me having this conversation and uh, maybe it's my introvert tendencies when I can imagine it's just like the two of us um, having this conversation, it makes it a little bit easier. But I do want to share because I like, um, I like being real. I like being own open. I like sharing that murky middle because we as entrepreneurs only get to see the shiny rose gold situation at the end of the tunnel and not necessarily the lessons learned during us learning it. Um, okay, so let me give you some context. Um, I hosted a challenge last week. So it was a five-day challenge helping people learn the steps to create their own launch machine. This is the service that we do for our private clients. And so I wanted to put it in a context of a challenge to kind of share some of the steps that we do so that, I mean, big picture was that people would attend the challenge, they would see the steps, realize, holy cow, there's a lot. While I'm committed to creating a course, I'd love for Chelsea and her team to help me actually build out the launch machine. Like that's that's the premise of the challenge, right? We do these things to generate leads in our business, we do these things to warm up our audience, we do things, these things in our business to get people to take the next step with us, right? So um, I had always thought I wouldn't do a challenge. Like that was never on my radar as something I wanted to do. Um, I know a lot of people do them and I know a lot of people that do them successfully, but that was just like never something that I was interested in. What I have been focusing on the past few months, past, I mean, let's be real, the past 12 months is figuring out a way for me to be able to attract and onboard clients Easily, like that's my word. I easily attract and onboard new clients. And what I have been doing sometimes works, sometimes different, but it was never consistent and it was never predictable. And I have, what I feel is I have plateaued in my business. We still serve dozens of entrepreneurs. I still have three team members, two of which work full time for me, with me. Um, so like there's still, we're still doing a lot in business, but I feel like I've reached this plateau where I can't quite get to that next stage. And I feel like I've been hovering in that area for literally a year now. And, and I've tried a couple different things and they just, it wasn't working. It's not like this, not that bringing new people in should be effortless. I think there's a lot of effort that goes into it, but I, I'm like, gosh, does it have to be so hard all the time? And so I've tried different things and they haven't worked. And in one of my coaching calls, I'm sure I'm talking about this. And one of the um, women, her name is Rocio. She's like, Chelsea, 
you got to do a challenge. A challenge is a great way for you to get in front of your audience, warm them up and, and like, so that they're ready to work with you. And I fully trust her. And I was like, okay, let's, let's talk about this. And so her and I had a conversation and she specializes in doing challenges. She specializes in doing challenges and setting them up for other people. It's a done for you service. So she's done this time and time again in her business. And so we started talking about what it might be for, for me to do a challenge. And like in the conversation, I was like, oh yes, like I love this, let's do it. And then as soon as I said yes, I'm like, holy cow, like all of these thoughts come into my head. This won't work. I've already told her yes, but I haven't put down my deposit, you know, just like all of these thoughts. But I had to think, okay, Chelsea in my highest and best self, what would I choose? Well, I would choose yes, go forward, do with it with Rocio's guidance, because she's going to walk me through, not only walk me through, she's going to do a lot for the challenge. Um, and I felt really good about it. And we just ended um, our week, the challenge, I did it last week. And there was a lot of lessons learned, a lot of lessons learned. I mean, all, I shouldn't say all good things, but by the the act of learning those lessons, that was the good thing. So I'm going to give you real numbers. I'm going to give you real numbers. Uh, my investment was $5,000 to do this challenge. Um, I ended up bringing in three people to do the challenge. Um, one participated live every single time. She was also VIP. So we did four additional sessions, VIP sessions afterwards. Um, one, I don't know if she participated at all. She signed up right before and she may have, but she didn't really comment and interact. And then, then the third one she did. Um, and I could tell because she would respond to the post throughout. So that was, that was the challenge. And so I'm going to go through some of the lessons learned. I keep looking down if you are watching me live. Typically, I whenever I do these lives, I have it like my Google Docs with a couple notes here. And this is something like, this is how, I'm holding up a piece of paper with some scribble. This is how on the fence I was if I should share this or not. Um, so I do wanna share these lessons learned. I'm using my notes just to keep myself uh, on track because I think it will help well, I want it to help somebody. That's the whole reason of sharing. But this is also kind of like an internal, I don't know, journal, like verbal social media journaling for me to reflect on all of this. Because I often get caught up in like, what's the next thing? I don't really stop and consider what um, what like has transpired for me. So the first lesson is hiring somebody to do, and this, this is not like an ad, um, hiring some, or that self-promotion, that's what I should say. My first one is hiring done for you is a totally different experience than trying to do it yourself. And the biggest thing I learned by, from this is ha having somebody partner with me and then do some of the work. She was able to see things at a way different level than I was able to see. I really get caught up in the functionality of the services we provide. How do we communicate? What's our checklist? What do we, you know, on a week by week task list, things like that. And she was like, Chelsea, before they even get to that point, they've got to see like how a digital course could help them in their business. They need to understand 
um, the benefits of launching a course. They need to understand the benefits of having somebody build the tech for them. So having somebody else like point that out to me was so helpful. Her and I probably did at least eight one-on-one calls, maybe even more than that. And it was to kind of talk through what it is that I do in my business so she could help create the challenge. So she helped me create the landing pages. She helped me create, and by help, I mean, she did the bulk of this where uh, she created, she took the information that I have and she put it out in like a presentation mode. So it was just so much, it was so valuable that she could see clearly what I can't because I'm way too close to my business. Um, so that was by far like an amazing experience cause I don't do a lot of done for you. I try to do a lot of it internally myself, but had I done this myself, I would have handicapped me in the progress, uh, it would have taken me at least three months. We did this all in about six weeks, minimum three three months, because there's just so many pieces to it. Um, and then having her like check in with me every single day of the challenge was helpful because she was like, okay, keep going. She would give me little tidbits and suggestions on how to operate. So doing it done for you, that was a, that was a really cool experience. Okay. So going back into the next, uh, let's go to the second one. Um, I, I put in the universe what I was expecting. So I put out there, um, you might remember a couple weeks ago, I did this where I said, hey, I'm doing a challenge and whatever happens, happens. And I don't care if I get 20 people or five people, you know, the right people will come to me. So I put that out in the universe. So that was me being okay with only having a few people. And by saying, I'm okay with only having five people. Okay, well, I got three people, right? Like I set out my expectations. Um, and so that I had to come back to myself and say, hey, Chelsea, you said you would be okay with how many ever people you ended up with. So you need to put your money where your mouth is and you need to be okay with it. Because going out through the throughout the launch process. I had one person sign up right away. I had one person sign up like a week later and then one person sign up like an hour before I went live for the first one. So, you know, this whole time I'm thinking, I'm, I'm gonna do this and there's no, you know, not gonna be anybody there. Um, so that was a lesson learned. I put out into the world, I verbally spoke what I was okay with and that is exactly what I got. So that's something that I will keep in mind as they move forward. Um, what do I want? I want a challenge of 20 people. So I need to just say that and leave it as is and not have some kind of like, oh, but I'll be okay if I only have five because I, I got what I asked for, right? The second, um, the third lesson is I actually really love the teaching por- portion of it. So I still did the challenge. Um, I did five days worth of training. Some of them were about an hour long, which I did not want it to be, but to really get the full context, I... I didn't want to leave things on the table or leave like open loops. I loved the teaching. I loved getting out there. I had, it was like more formal than this. I had slides and, you know, different things, a framework. And here's what we're going to talk about today and all of that. But I loved the aspect. And maybe that's why I'm okay going live because this is not necessarily a form of teaching, but a form of sharing. Um, So I love the aspect of just like, here's what we've done. 
let me give you this information that in hopes it helps you in your business, whether you choose to work with us or not. So going through this process reiterated the fact that I love that kind of teaching moment. Um, the fourth lesson is that I can prepare somebody to be ready to work with me. So that is a limiting belief that I have had for a while. It's like, I want to work with somebody that is ready to go because there's no way I can prepare them. And I'm not talking about like convincing them, yeah, digital course is the right way or convincing them that they should work with us, but being able to prepare them, being able to help them see that they have the tools, the assets, um, that they are in the right position to take on the next step. And part of that was in the VIP sessions because we, I had one VIP, we ended up doing four live sessions and it was helpful to just kind of like pull out some information to help her see like, yeah, you already have a lot that you need to continue on. Part of it was also in me learning that lesson is this challenge, like step by step helping people kind of have these little aha moments every day that they understand, okay, what is it that they need to have a successful course launch? So it was empowering for me to realize like, okay, you can help people. And for you as course creators, that's a lot of times in your pre-launch runway as well, where you can get people warmed up ready um, to to be in the position where they want to purchase your course or they're ready to make the decision to purchase your course. That's a limiting belief I've had about myself. Um, so I liked going through this process and part of it was having Rocio help me create the five steps, the five days of this challenge to get people, uh, you know, warmed up and ready. Um, okay. So that was the fourth lesson. The fifth lesson really came in uh, a couple of days before we got started. And it was, I can have a longer vision for what I'm doing. And in my, the, the, the premise of this challenge was five days on day four, we would pitch our services day five, we would repitch our services. So it's like a Thursday, Friday, then they have the weekend. And then essentially like that offer would be available Monday, Tuesday, the next week. And so that was the purpose of it. But when I got a day or two in front before it started, I realized I've got to change because there's no way I'm going to put all this work into this challenge. And then it just goes out to two people and then that's it. And it just kind of like d dies. Um, so I decided that I want this to be an evergreen challenge. I'm gonna go forth with this, teach it live, but then take the recordings, take the opt-in, take all, the whole process and tweak it so that it is a, an evergreen challenge, meaning it will be available at some point where somebody could land on my site, they could opt in, and then they start their own challenge. They, uh, can take day one immediately and I'll probably just give them all five days, you know, if they want to binge through it. But that way it's not like a specific day, time, season, month, you know, whenever they come across it, they can do it. And so that lesson learned there was that what we do, there can be a longer vision for it. And that really helped me because instead of thinking like, okay, I'm only going to talk to a couple of people, it's, there's longevity. There's like potential that I could reach 
10 people, that I could reach dozens of people, that I could potentially reach hundreds of people with this training. So I must go all in and give it like full energy, full excitement, knowing that their future people are going to benefit from this challenge. So that was definitely a lesson learned. Um, I, I never considered not doing it. I never considered, uh, I never considered like, okay, I only have a couple people. Let's just cancel it. That never crossed my mind. It was more of, okay, I have a couple people. Can I get a few more? Um, and then when it looked like, oh, I'm not really going to get more, what can I do? And so it was the thought of evergreen. So that was helpful for me because when I say I'm going to do something, I want to do it regardless of what I think, you know, the perception will be. Cause we did have a Facebook group. It was very small and mighty, but they were still interacting. Um, my two of my three people. So that was fantastic. Um, but it's, it's taking what I'm currently giving, what I currently have and like, okay, can I make some tweaks? Can I like breathe some different energy into this? So it makes it worthwhile for me and my business. Um, so that's the fifth lesson. The sixth one is I really need to think about my audience. And in hindsight, this is so obvious, especially because I talk about ideal customer avatars, ideal students, ideal community. I talk about that all the time with my clients. I talk about it all the time because any decision that we make about their course and about their launch always ties back into who their audience is. What are their audience's tendencies? What are their audience's habits? What are their audience's pain points, desires, all those things. It's like, I do that for my clients. That's just a no brainer. I always come back to their audience. But for me, I just, I got wrapped up in it and I almost kind of skipped over it. I loved the idea of the challenge that I didn't step back and think, what is it that my audience needs and wants? And for me, what I have learned is my audience is they're busy, right? They're entrepreneurs. They are running either a full-time business or they're still working full-time and this is their side business. So the fact that they would have the ability to show up live every single day, um, was a slim chance. Uh, and then they could get an give an hour. It's not that they are not dedicated to launching their course. It's not that they're not dedicated about learning best practices. It's just time is of the essence. And having the replay option is where a lot of people fit in. The one person that I did have, she joined live every day. She's in Hawaii. So she's five hours behind me. So as I was going live, she was just getting her day started and had blocked out that hour um, because she hadn't gotten into like the craziness of the day. So I really need to think about who my audience is and their tendencies so that I can meet them where they are. I don't wanna create things that they can't access, which is one of the reasons why this is a podcast or this recording will be a podcast because I know re-watching things on Instagram lives and Facebook lives are not the easiest. Um, so it's like, I, I got to take my own advice and I have to create things uh, that my audience wants, such as being able to listen in a podcast so that they can be washing the dishes, they can be walking the dog, they can be doing their exercises in the morning, whatever it is because they, you know, they want to learn, they want to grow their businesses, but it has to fit into their lifestyle. So that was something I'm like, Chelsea, you know better than that. But uh, 
again, one of those lessons you don't necessarily know until you are in it. Okay. The seventh lesson. So, um, I saw this in a reel yesterday. This is from my business coach, Jerisha Hawk. She did a reel about failing fast. And hers was like, I got to fail fast. So I learned the lessons. I can use that and move forward. I've got to fail fast. And that really, like, as I'm thinking about this throughout the day, that really stuck with me. Not that I consider this a failure. Like, I don't consider this a failure because anytime you have a lesson learned, you're not a failure. Um, And I think you can choose to learn a lesson in anything that you do. So, but hers was like, get in there, try it, do it, and then be able to move on. Um, And so I'm so glad I did the challenge. I'm so glad I said yes to this timing so that I can learn these lessons now versus later on. Um, So to, to kind of get in there, try things, figure out, learn what you don't know, and then be able to take that information and move forward. Would I have liked to come in and do this challenge and and it was like amazing and awesome and you know I got out of it exactly what I wanted to and then learn from that and move forward? Yeah, that's ideal, right? But it just didn't work out that way. But I'm gonna take this as this was an opportunity, this was a lesson, this was, I don't know, something that I tried and I'm so thankful that I did it. I got out of my comfort zone. Um, so failing fast is, is uh, it's not, doesn't make it easy. It doesn't make it like not painful, but I'm glad that I, I did it. I'm glad that I got in the motions. Okay, um, lesson eight was, holy cow, Rocio did so much work, so much work. I, even during the challenge, just the challenge week, I blocked out two full hours before the challenge, um, the hour challenge. And then I blocked out essentially an hour after to do the VIP. And I still did prep before that. And I still did a call with her almost every single day. So challenge days in and of itself, I had probably six ish hours in there, um, just on challenge days, which I'll leave. That also leads me to the next lesson, but I would have put in so much more time had Rocio not, not only done, she did a lot. Like she prepped all my slides. I gave her a ton of info and then she prepped my slides. I still went in and updated it. So it's reflective of me and and my, you know, what I wanted to teach, what I wanted to talk about. Um, But man, she did the bulk of it. And the fact that she said, Chelsea, do this, Chelsea, do that. Here's the plan. Here's the next steps. That saved me so much time. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that worked. Okay. Uh, sorry, I got a call and uh, I had to flick it away. It was my husband. So I had to, I'll, I'll call you back once I'm done. Um, here's the other thing about working with Rocio is we got into the process And at one point, right before we started, she was like, Chelsea, you're kind of taking out the, in the nicest, most professional way possible. She basically said, you're taking out the magic and you're turning this into a course launch. And I was like, what do you mean? And there were so many things that she had said, hey, let's do this, let's do that. And 
I kept going, like taking it back into more of a course launch versus a challenge launch launch. And she was like, the whole point of a challenge is you've got energy. It's like a party. You have people in there. They're all going through it together and you're kind of moving it into more of a challenge launch. And I was like, oh, dang. I even had said at one point, should we scrap the Facebook group? Because it's only a few people. And she was like, no, they need a place to interact. They need a place to do, like, share their homework. They need a place, uh, especially, like, in Evergreen, to see other people have gone through and have done it. So just having her not only help me but guide me was a huge lesson in just, like, letting letting the expert guide the way. Um, so that was the eighth lesson. The ninth lesson is it is – it's very exhausting. Um it, and you all know this when you launch a digital course, it is exhausting. Not that it's a bad thing, but it just, it really, it's a lot. It's a lot of energy. It is a lot of time. It is a lot of like pushing other things to the side because you've got to, you know, be getting, you like for me, I had to get my slides updated. I had to like practice exactly what I was going to say. Um, so it was very exhausting. On day three, I was like, okay, you know, Day one, I was like full of fire. Day three, I'm like, okay, this was good. And then day five, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to be done with this challenge. So I would never recommend doing a seven day challenge. Um, it, it was, it was a little exhausting. And I even told my husband, like, I just, I just want to break. I feel like I've been going very hard in my business for a while now. And then I finished up a huge project, um, last month and then shifting into this challenge, was like, I've just been go, 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 go all the time. And I need to give myself a break. I need to, which is what I'm trying to do this week somewhat, um, to give myself some time to decompress. Uh, it's, it is a lot. It's a lot mentally. It's a lot, especially like not having the numbers that I wanted. It's this mental game of, should I, am I, should I have done this? Am I making the right decisions? And am I moving forward the way that I want to move forward? So Again, I think that's a lesson I already knew that this is time consuming, but being in it, it's like, okay, yep, I definitely know that that is uh, something that is true. And the 10th lesson, um, which thankfully I had this moment of realization because it, it was kind of my signal that yes, I am on the right step, is at the end of day five, I did my fifth training, I did my last VIP session, kind of did this deep breath. Oh, hold on. There we go. Um, I did this deep breath and, and then I was like, okay, now what? Like in my head, in my head immediately went to like, okay, like what's our next project? And then I realized, whoa, okay, you've got to take a break. You have to take a deep breath because rushing into the next thing is not helpful. You've got to have some time to reflect. But that showed me that one, I like doing these kinds of things, whether or not I had the results that I was looking for or that was intended. I like doing launches. I like putting myself out there. I like connecting with people. I like teaching. I like trying to grow my business, right? Um, So that was a really, that was really helpful to see. But the thing that all that really stuck with me is I like the journey part of it. And that I had, 
that thought had never crossed my mind until it was the end of day five. And I was like, okay, what's next? It's, it's the journey part of things that I, I, I really enjoy. Um, not that they're easy or that I know exactly the, you know, that I know the correct step forward or I'm making the best decisions, but I am making decisions and I am making progress and I am trying things. And, um, I guess it was helpful for me to see it's not always about the end goal. It's like, I can enjoy this journey. I can enjoy the work that we're doing. I can enjoy like walking through some of these steps um, that can be beneficial to me regardless of the outcome. So those are the 10 lessons that I learned from doing this challenge. Um, When I had envisioned what I might say to you after the challenge ended, it was definitely a different story. It was definitely like, oh, it was, you know, amazing. And um, I had 20 people and 10 of them converted into clients or, you know, whatever that may be, whatever I was kind of dreaming up in my head. Uh, Obviously it looks a little bit different, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's just what it is. So I share this with you, I guess in a way to let you know that sometimes these launches don't turn out the way that we expect. Sometimes these launches are a way for us to fail fast. Um, And sometimes the outcome, I'm sure I will learn over time, like, okay, what was the purpose? What was the intention? What was, you know, what were some of the results that I got long-term from this process? Some of those things may come to me at some point, maybe they never will. Um, But I just wanted to share with you so that as you're going through things that you are not alone in it, um, like I said at the beginning, because we don't hear this very often. It's only the success stories that we hear or that are shared. So I don't know. I guess that's our chat today. Just you and me, uh, just the two of us, right? Having a chat. And um, I'd love to know your thoughts. If you are listening to this on Instagram or Facebook, you know, put something in the comments. Um If you're listening to this in the podcast, feel free to go to Facebook or Instagram and put something in the comments or you're welcome to DM me as well. Uh, I just wanted to share. I'm glad that I did. I was very hesitant about whether or not I should share because I I think there is that perception of what will others think. Um, You know, she teaches launches. She does launches, course launches for people. But then, you know, she tries something new and she can't do it, right? Like there is that level. Um... But I, I guess I'm, as I say that out loud, in the nicest way possible, I don't really care. I don't really care what people think about me because I know the service that we do for our clients. I know that our clients get results uh, that they look for. And I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm very content in who I am and the business that we have, um, which I think is why I decided to share because this is something I wanted to do, not because I, I don't know. Now I'm just rambling on at this point, but um, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable. Thank you for uh, sticking with me. I know a couple of you have watched live and um, I'm glad that you found it helpful that I was sharing openly and being vulnerable. Um, 
and hopefully that serves you in some capacity. Um, maybe even just the fact that, hey, if Chelsea can do this, maybe I can too. So that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you next time.